Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. In this episode you will be learning how to develop a strong mindset with David Goggins. Goggins has completed over 60 ultramarathons, triathlons, and ultra-triathlons and holds the world record for most pull-ups at 4,030 pull-ups. If you would like to support the podcast you can do so by following and subscribing for premium content. Enjoy. Most of us fail in life because we're afraid of what everyone around you is thinking. That's 100% truth. So we live by the narrative of other people. When I first called a recruiter to be a Navy SEAL and I was 297 pounds, the first recruiter looked at me and said, you're not going to be able to make this, man. So what he was doing was he's projecting his energy on me. He knew he couldn't be a fucking Navy SEAL. So God helped this black guy, because I was only the 36th African-American to make it through in over 70 years. How's this black fat guy going to make it through in my ass? He wasn't even willing to try. So he's projecting it. So a lot of us who are negative people, all we do is project how we feel on other people. So what happens is there's a lot of negative people walking around the planet Earth who are afraid to try. Because everybody, a lot of people are very negative in this world. So we are afraid to fail. Why? I told you, man, Shanim tried it, dude. Just chill out, relax. Why are you so crazy? Why are you so obsessed? So all that stuff drives the, the uh, quitting mind, I call it. The mind wants to quit. The mind's tired. The mind's tired. The mind's deserving. The mind thinks it's very deserving. So yes, the, the, the biggest problem in this world is other people, not yourself. It's other people in your head. They are puppet mastering you pretty much on your life. I realized once I was talking to myself the right way and all this shit wasn't in my mind, wow, I went from this piece of shit kid who thought he was dumb, not successful, insecure, who stuttered when I first saw somebody to a person who can now do all these things just because I now control my own mind. When you get to the point where you really fucking don't care, you become very, very dangerous. I'm not saying don't care like, I don't care if I do that. No, when you don't care about other people and how they view you, about how you walk, how you talk, how you dress, where you want to go with your life. You know, growing up, I didn't want to tell anybody I wanted to be in the military. Because why? Some of my black friends, I was afraid of what they think. You know, why you want to join the fucking military, man? Why the fuck you want to do that shit? I was afraid of what other people thought about me. So now, when I go in the military, I know you want to fucking join the military. Yeah, I ain't tell you because I'm afraid of what you thought. Once again, man, you're allowing other people to shackle your mind. It's the, it's, the, it's the worst thing in the world. And anybody, not just Navy SEALs, but anybody that can accomplish anything that is hard. Mm -hmm. The only separator is, is that they really want to be there. Mm -hmm. There's some people that get inspired and that inspiration moves them to try to do something. But the inspiration is very high right now in this nice environment. We're in a nice environment. The ocean's out there. I'm talking to you. If I want to go to the fucking refrigerator and get something to drink, mm -hmm. eat, I can. I watch a movie about some badasses. You're inspired. But the second you're not in this environment and you're actually doing what inspired you, that suck factor is now real. You can't just get off your fucking couch and get a fucking shake, get a fucking box of donuts or, or turn the TV or go take a shit or a piss or mm -hmm. go, go get your girlfriend to cuddle up. No, you're now there. And only those people who have been there 
a million times in their minds mm. and have lived in that water and have suffered a million times and realize my legs may break, my knee may break, my bones will hurt, I will be the coldest I've been in my life, I will be miserable and accept that. Because what happens is when, when you get in a horrible situation in life, your mind, I call it my one second decision. When you get in a horrible situation in life, your mind immediately says, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. Everybody does, even mm -hmm. if you want to be there. But it starts to have all these different questions mm -hmm. in your mind, that one second. And it says, okay, why are you here? Why are you doing this? Why this? Why that? And then you start to say to yourself, if you don't want to be there that bad, I have a beautiful wife at home, man. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck am I doing this, man? Mm -hmm. Like, this is stupid. This is going to get these guys injured. For, like, like, they're going to pay for this mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. I'm not going to break my body up to do this. Mm -hmm. Your mind starts to say, yeah, this is stupid. But if you, have, if you are already knowing that this is going to happen to you, you have all the answers to these questions mm -hmm. that your mind starts to give you when you're in suffer mode. We all have two people. We all have two people, and I'm not saying you're crazy. We have the easy voice, which is that 20% telling yourself that you're, I'm easy at 90% of my full potential, maybe 100% at that 20%. That's that voice that we all love. That's that very comfortable voice. That, that's that mommy holding you saying, it's going to be okay. Doesn't care how good you are, just loves you. Just loves you no matter how messed up you are in life. That's where you want to be at. So that's that one voice. This other voice that we walk very far away from is the voice saying, hey man, you ain't doing shit. So we try to get this voice out of our head completely. And we live over here in this land. So what you have to do first is turn up this voice over here. The voice saying things to you that aren't nice. That it's in our head saying, you know what man, dude, you're not, you're not doing shit. You're not. You're not amount. I mean, and it's not putting yourself down. People take this the wrong way in this new society. I'm not saying to put yourself down. I'm saying listen to the truth. And the truth isn't in the 20%. The truth is in this other part of your brain saying, look, man, you're wasting a bunch of percentage here. We have 80 more percent that we're not tapping into because in this other 80% is suffering pain failure 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 self-doubt darkness and then a whole bunch of light but to get to this light you gotta go through all of this shit so a lot of us know that we know i can get over here but over here man this is much better because i gotta go through this journey that is not fun this this from 20 to 100 percent this shit in, the, in between is not fun. So we decide to live over here. So everybody goes, how do you do that? You know exactly how to do that. You know exactly, it's, it's not a magic trick. There's nothing I talk about in that book that's a magic trick. It's all back down to a very primitive mindset of we just have to do. It's like breathing. Breathing becomes normal. Like we don't even know that 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 we're doing it that's how you have to live your life when that alarm clock goes off at four or five in the morning your mind says no you just say this is what we do it's what we do now because to get to where you want to go 
the amount of pain involved, I'm not saying physical, I'm not saying you gotta break yourself off, the amount of mental pain of how many times you're gonna have to do something that you don't want to do to get to where you want to go. It's gonna be, it, it, there's gonna be more times you do something that, that you don't wanna do than you are gonna wanna do it. And that's, that, that's your new norm. That's your new norm. So then it's like breathing. And then once you do this over and over and over again, it becomes like breathing. I don't want to live this lifestyle, but to get to the other side of this, I have to. So if you really want it, you realize what trying is and what trying is not. I believe in winning the battle against yourself. People say, why do you say that? Because there's a lot of things you can control. When you wake up, I talk about making your bed. Make your bed, make sure your house is clean, make sure you get your breakfast, make sure you shower, shave, whatever you're doing, control that. Don't hit the snooze button. All these things are very important. That's been told a lot of times. Why don't you hit the snooze button? Because you wake up already failing. You're already mm -hmm. behind the power curve. So what happens when you hit the snooze button? You may not make your bed. You may not do your hair the way you want it. You may not pick the right clothes out in the morning time. And I go back to this real quick. Remember how you had a job interview for a job? We've had several of them in our lives. What did you do the night before that job, weeks before the job interview, when you knew you had it? You prepared your, you know, you had a bowl out for your oatmeal, your cereal, whatever you had in the morning time. Your coffee cup was out. Your clothes were laid out. You studied, you rehearsed, you were ready. You brought your best self. You were going to war with yourself because you wanted that interviewer to see your best self. You won. You got the job. After a few months in that job, you look around, hmm, I got the job. You start to back off, the clothes aren't out. You're not ready, you're hitting the snooze button. You don't get up on time anymore. You realize that you can still have this job and not be your best self. The interview you is gone. Your job is gone. You have your job, but the interview you is gone. So winning the battle in the morning time is just that. Is that you wake up in the morning time and you own all this stuff because once you leave your house, the world then gets at you. And that's why I believe in not, not, not getting up in the morning time and checking your phone immediately. Everybody does that. They get up, the first thing they do is they grab their phone. Look at the phone. Maybe bad news on there. Mm. So how's your day start off? I don't go to the gym. I don't make my bed. I don't, you're caught up now on that phone. That's how your day starts. You lost control. So once you win that, once you win that battle in the morning time, then once you go out, now you've won. You go outside your house, you may lose your job, you may have a bad hit, but you won something. So, so you're going into battle having already won something, having already won. So then if you hit the snooze button, you go out, you're just defeated already. You're behind the power curve. Now you've won something, you feel better about yourself. So now you're able to take these hits along the way. So that's the mindset that I think it's important to bring with you every day you go, everywhere you go in life. Do you like suffering or do you just deal with suffering? Real answer. Real answer? Yeah. I like to see, real answer, I like to get a bunch of men together. Okay. Men mm -hmm. that are the hardest of the hard. And I want to be with these men. And I want to see them suffer because I'm suffering right along with you, but I want to see me get through it. I want to see what you're made of. I want to see like, almost like the Colosseum in Rome. Let's fucking go to the fucking Colosseum 
And the only way to see who the baddest motherfucker is is to suffer. You can't do it by writing a paper. So let's go. Because why? What I found out through my life was I thought of myself as some weak little bitch kid. And what I found out, and the only message I want to get across to people is once you change one thing, your mindset, you can attack everything. And I find it fascinating. I'm fascinated because I'll be in these moments. I put these guys on some fucking pedestal. Yeah. Which people do with you? They do with me, and they mm -hmm. shouldn't. And I was this guy who was a piece of shit looking at these. Oh my God, how are you guys this amazing? But once I worked my way up there, I said, my God, man, we can all compete, motherfucker. Mm. Let's go. Mm. So do I like suffering? I like suffering in the way that is competitive, yep. that brings out the absolute best in me and in everybody else. So like I want to see a man be defeated. I want to see a man get broken and say, fuck you. Mm. I love these men. These men I love, but mm. there's very few of them. There's very few of them. And there's very few that are willing to go there more than once. A lot of people, even people who've gone through special ops, it kicks the shit out of them to a point where in their mind, what got me bad in pararescue was when I was going through it, I said, I'm only going to do this one time. And so many people in special ops, whether they believe it or not, in, in anything, fuck special ops, in anything, that's hard. I'm only doing this one time. Once you say that, you fuck yourself. I think we're all an underdog. I think, I think the top CEO on the planet Earth still has that doubt. Yeah. I don't give a fuck where you're from. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, the best on the planet. We're all underdogs. Whether you're an underdog because you put yourself there to be hungry or you're just a real life underdog. Right. We're all an underdog. And so this, this is about the mind and people discovering the mind, their own mind. And one thing I know is we all have an equation. We all have an equation. Like, you know, I'll talk about 3.14 you know, is pi. There's different equations to figure out different kind of, you know, mathematical problems. We as human beings are mathematical problems. I cannot give you a book for every fucking body in this world. That's why my book, even though it's one book, is tailored to the individual. It's not like you do these five steps, you're good. No, I'm helping you figure out your fucking equation because it's different. My equation is different from your equation. Yeah. What's going to make you tick? What's going to make you go the distance? What's going to make you go to that spot in hell and say, I love this spot. It's okay. That's what this book does. It helps you figure out your 3.14. Helps you figure out your fucking mathematical equation and say, oh, because once you figure out the equation in any math problem, you no longer fail, man. You got it figured out. At what's important. What's important is I'm still figuring out this, you know, different things. Yeah, I got the equation figured out, but what but now the real journey has begun. So I'm still chipping away at life. Still chipping away at life. I think pushing yourself physically is the number one factor of life. That is the true spot where you can really dive deep into life's about self-discipline it is about self-discipline we tend to do the things that are easy and that is the it, it builds no mental toughness it builds no mental hardening it builds nothing when you work out 
working out is where you can build that the fastest because it's a constant it gives you instant feedback instant yeah you may not lose the weight you want to real fast but the discipline it takes it transfers over to all aspects of your life it's not people man why are you always working out stop stop looking at that way this is the foundation of life when you look in the mirror every morning we all look in the mirror to get ready to go to work to go anywhere the first thing you see is your reflection if you don't like what you see in the morning you lost the war already it's not about even liking what you see it's about looking in the mirror and you may start man i feel different that reflection maybe not that reflection is not everything it's a feeling you're supposed to get so you have to in life once you leave your house the war begins in your house you have some control and that reflection in that mirror you have to control that reflection in the mirror that's how you start your day if you leave your house feeling like okay i can fight i've established the mentality to fight and that all that comes from working out it's not just from you know you can't find that in the office well my morning routine is every day i get up and run every single day because why i hate that the most <laughs> so that is where we I, share that feeling <laughs> yes i hate that the most so you have to do something that sucks every day. Because why, once you overcome the suck, oh, now you're powerful. You've overcome yourself already, so now you're ready to battle. I go to the gym about four times a week, but my biggest thing I do is my nighttime routine. I stretch out anywhere from two to four hours every night for the last five, it used to be a lot longer than that. And I talk about it in my book, why I started doing this thing, but I had, through my whole life, as you see, I was using my fight or flight muscle. I was under severe stress as a child, growing up, my job, whatever, a lot of stress. Just sitting down right now, we're all using our psoas muscle, your hip flexor muscle. And I'll give you a, a two second on that. That muscle attaches to your T12. And about five or six years ago, I got really, really sick. Doctors give me all kinds of hormones. Take this, take this, take this. And it's in the book real good, so I won't go deep into it now. But I laid back and I literally said, you know what, I'm dying. The doctors can't figure out what's wrong with me. My blood tests were coming back fine. I just said, I, I, I can't even run a block. I went from around 205 miles, I can't run a block. I'm in my bed sitting there. And I started realizing I had these humongous knots on my hip flexors and in the back of my head. And I said, I'm just done. So I started slowly stretching out because I couldn't do anything. Over a period of a couple of years, I got off this medication, that medication. I was on like 15, I was on several medications, now I'm on one. And honestly, I, what I believe, no doctor has said this is what happened to you. I was literally so tight, I was cutting off blood supply in different places in my organs. The more it opened up my body, so now I went from running an 830 mile on a training run to now running a 715 to seven minute mile on a training run. At the same heart rate. And it's not because I'm training any different, it's just because my body, my body's opened up and it's allowing more blood flow. So every night I stretch out and it's truly, I used to be wound so fucking tight. Like I couldn't sit in this chair for this long. I'd be like, hey, I get, I gotta get out of here, man. We gotta go. It's totally changed my whole perspective of life. It's changed everything. So stretching out, yoga, all those things has put me in a whole different state of mind. It's, and I'm the healthiest I've been in my entire life, mentally and physically. unreal how much time you waste during the day and most of it is on these fucking computers phones you know instagramming back and forth whatever the fuck you call it shit nowadays tweeting and 
texting and shit. We waste so much time on our little gadgets. It's unreal. And we talk about we have no time. If you really take, you have to take your day and write, write down this one day. Everything you do, write that down. And you're like, my God, I am wasting so mm-hmm. much time on frivolous bullshit. It's not even funny. I mean, it will, it will, if it doesn't infuriate you, it should. Because there's so much time. I can't get it in. Look at your schedule. You just wasted seven hours a day on bullshit. I mean, and you don't have an hour a day to try to get something in for yourself. I guarantee everybody can find an hour. You just listened to How to Develop a Strong Mindset with David Goggins. Check out our other episodes and continue developing your mind. Don't forget to follow and subscribe.